Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. One fine spring day, when he perhaps should have been in court, former Trump fixer Michael Cohen was on the streets of Manhattan, talking with friends and briefly hugging a businessman tied to a Moscow hotel deal, a Mar-a-Lago wedding, and a now-tarnished Prince of Diamonds. Hi, I'm Pat Beal, and this is the second in our series of Dancing Oligarchs podcast about Russians, former Russians, people tied to Russians and their Russian money, who also once found themselves, however briefly, in the Florida orbit of part-time Palm Beacher and full-time president Donald J. Trump. Before we start, though, I think it's important to say that simply doing business with Russians or Russian money or people connected to Russia is not inherently illegal, and this is not the Mueller report. There's no gotcha here. It's just reporters talking Russians, because the ones who came across Trump in Florida have some pretty jaw-dropping backstories. Yes, and I'll be setting the mood for these stories by colluding with Pat on my accordion. That's Palm Beach Post columnist Frank Cherubino. Start the squeezing, Frank. You mind if I also interject some witty asides from time to time, Pat? Actually, I'd rather you just stick to the accordion. Okay, all right, I'm on it. So, in our first episode, we were at a Mar-a-Lago wedding with 600 dancing Russian oligarchs. Yeah, let's get back to that wedding. We didn't even get to the electric slide yet. You can look in vain for days for a picture of the groom, Rotem Rosen, smiling. Believe me, we tried. We did find one, though. It was Rotem bro-hugging Michael Cohen on Park Avenue, the same day that Cohen skipped a key hearing on his newly filed criminal charges. Yeah, I remember that. seen it on TV. It was Cohen and those Russian guys, they were smoking cigars and chatting that day. You know what? It reminded me of the scene in the HBO series The Sopranos. You know, when Tony meets with Polly Walnut, Silvio, and Bobby Bacala outside Satriella's pork store. The father of the bride at the Mar-a-Lago wedding, Tamir Sapir, was a billionaire immigrant from the USSR. So was the groom's boss. Call him the Iceman. Forbes did. Lev Leviev was another billionaire Russian immigrant. We're going to call him Lev. He's credited as among the first to put cracks in the De Beers diamond monopoly. He could not have done it without Russia, though, which allowed Lev to cut rough diamonds from its vast mines. Then it helped him do the same in Africa. Lev reportedly kept a framed picture of Putin on his desk. He called Putin a true friend. You can't blame him. If somebody cut me in on the diamond business, boy, I'd put a picture of him on my desk. Or maybe even do the full Roger Stone by getting a tattoo of his face on my back. Well, pictures can be misleading, but in one picture we found, Lev seemed to be pretty friendly with Trump, too. But back to Rotem, our frequently unsmiling groom. Rotem headed the U.S. arm of Lev's company. He was the Iceman's right-hand man. What sort of business did uh, Lev's company do in the United States? Well, real estate business, for one, and on a grand scale. It had pretty good luck with the old New York Times building, for instance, which it sold a chunk of to, irony alert, Jared Kushner's family's company. 
So, so if Jared Kushner buys a building from somebody working for a Russian immigrant called the Iceman, is it within reason if I can start calling Jared Vanilla Ice? Only if accompanied by an accordion interlude. That actually wasn't the real estate deal, though, that has since raised eyebrows. It's the one when Rotem and his new brother-in-law, Alex Sapir, met with Donald Trump and a Russian developer, Eris Aglarov. Eris is sometimes referred to as the Trump of Russia, or sometimes as Vladimir Putin's builder. He has a rapper son, and would you like to guess who was in his son's music video? Just guess. Uh, Donald Trump. He knows all the best rappers. Eris partnered with Trump to bring the Miss Universe pageant to Moscow, and it was then that Eris said he, Trump, Rotem and Alex, met to talk about building a Trump Moscow hotel. There's a picture of our groom, Rotem, at the pageant with Trump, not smiling. When Trump got back to the U.S. after the pageant, he sounded pretty upbeat about Russia deals. He told Real Estate Weekly, The Russian market is attracted to me. I have a great relationship with many Russians. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought Trump said he had no deals with Russians. He did say that. On July 26, 2016, he tweeted that, For the record, I have zero investments in Russia. Zero is in capitals, by the way. Oh, but maybe it was one of those jokes that get explained years after its delivery. But you know that guy who our groom Rotem was bro-hugging on the streets of Manhattan? One Michael Cohen? Well, Cohen has been singing a quite different tune about the Moscow Hotel. It was, of course, Cohen who now says that the Moscow Hotel deals went on through maybe half of 2016 during the presidential campaign. Maybe Cohen was just joking under oath. Or maybe Trump kept alive the Moscow Hotel plan through all of 2016 if Rudy Giuliani was serious about what he said the first time he said it and not the second time when he said he didn't say it. Well, good luck trying to make heads or tails of Rudy. It's not easy getting the brain to collude with the mouth there. A postscript. Lev has been sought for questioning by Israeli police investigating a massive diamond smuggling ring. His brother and son have already been arrested. The bookkeeper fell from the 10th floor of the company building to her death. Lev, who has denied all allegations, is in Russia. He's told reporters Putin wasn't really his true friend after all. Rotem, at one point, reportedly teamed up with a Turkish socialite heiress to snap up Miami property. Now he's teamed with an Indian billionaire to snap up more of the same. We saw a short story about it with photos, and I don't think he was smiling. Well, maybe they all just need to learn to play the accordion. That'll cheer them up. Vitamin A, that's what I call it. Eris, meanwhile, is now best known for helping to arrange another meeting, the Trump Tower meeting, where Don Jr. was promised Russian dirt on Hillary Clinton. Yep, that one. Eris's rapper son helped set it up. Eris sent an emissary. But Eris wasn't in Florida, so that is all the time we are going to be spending on him. You can find out more and in a lot more detail about Lev and Eris and Miss Universe and stories from everyone from the New York Times to the Times of Israel. We've published links to several on our website, dancingoligarchs.com. And we're interested in what you have to say, questions you may have. We are even taking song requests. Right, Frank? 
Yeah, it helps write it down on a piece of paper and then paper clip it to a $20 bill. Or you can drop us an email at dancingoligarchs at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review wherever you download your podcast. It helps listeners find their way to our stories. Next up on our list of Florida-linked Russians, a flying oligarch brought low by Monaco. Thank you.